This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Uh, without any waste of time, let me take this opportunity to welcome him. Homosa uh, Mataka, good evening. Uh, how are you doing? Good evening, sir. I'm good. Nice seeing you. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming through. Thanks for making time. Oh, my pleasure. Great stuff. Um, you know, uh, usually these things, uh, I will often just, you know, give you a leeway in terms of uh, who Humoto Mataka is. And, and I think that it's, it's in order that, you know, to share with the, 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 the listeners as who Humoto Mataka is. Well, I'm a carefree teenager who's simply driven by passion. And I captained the SA Under-17 water polo side last year at the Nations tournament, which we won. And I'm currently the first, uh, the St. Stephen's Boys College first team goalkeeper and captain. Oh, thank you very much yeah. uh, for that uh, very brief uh, intro, uh, Humoto. Uh, you know, you are the captain of water polo, right? Yes, sir. For, 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 for this, this for St. Stephen's or? Uh, for Saints and I captained the side last year. Okay. Great stuff. So it's quite a huge responsibility that rests on your shoulders. For those that don't understand or know water polo for that matter, could you just take us through exactly how water polo is configured and what's going on? Because my point of reference is golf, you know. <laughs> water polo, that's French, my brother, you know. Well, water polo is like basketball in the water. There's four quarters and there's seven players in each team, One each team having a goalkeeper. And there's a center forward, center back, and two wings and two points left and right. Then mm-hmm. there's a shot clock just like basketball and the kickouts, which is like a 20-second uh, set-out time for a player when they commit a heavy foul. Yeah. Okay. So what's the duration of the game? It's like It's about, uh, so there's stop-start mm-hmm. and there's also running time. So let's say eight minutes stop-start. So each time there's a stoppage in play, they stop the clock. Mm-hmm. Then running time just means they let their clock just run. So it's probably like 45 minutes to... 50 minutes no no great yeah. stuff great stuff uh, no no I mean earlier on before we went to the show I mean I've obviously looked at your resume which is quite impressive I must say for for, for young men of your stature thank you um, you know earlier on I mean um, before perhaps maybe let's, let's, let's do this a sense around where South Africa is in relation to water polo because in my view that's not a well known sport at least from a South African point of view globally it might be a different p- picture where is South Africa in, in terms of this sport? Well water polo in the country is currently amateur so like our men's national side aren't getting paid but so in order for them to go on tours they like do extra coaching and they get then they have to do fundraisers to get the extra money yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. So, so, which means there's a lot of room to grow yeah. the sport to a point where it becomes a, uh, a competitive sport, uh, massified where more, more and more people are playing. Um, well, I suppose uh, with 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 the men like like you in future, these are some of the already gaps that you have identified, yeah. and which gaps I hope uh, for the love of the game you're going to improvise and make sure that it happens. Right? Yes. No. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, and and and. I've picked up as well that there are a number of international uh, competitions that you guys are running. Okay? Yeah. And one of them uh, that I've picked up, there's a UN men's water polo tournament uh, in Czech Republic. Uh, that sounds like a big deal. Uh, take us through that. How did you get to a point where we're talking water polo international tournament uh, in Brown or in Czech, for that matter? Well, it's like simply hard work, hard work and dedication. Without hard work, you can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And because, like, talent doesn't work for you, you have to work for yourself. Yeah. Okay. All right. But 
again, let's take a step back. Um, how did you get to a point that how many teams did you have to go through up to the point where you compete at Czech? Okay, well, so there's a system. And in the system, you obviously, you first have to make your schools A-side. Then after the A-side, you go to provincial trials. Then after provincial trials, they select about 30 boys, a 30-man squad. Then from that 30-man squad, they select a, a one team, which will go down to international tournament okay so how many tournaments international tournaments have you guys had so we've been we've had about three okay so far yeah. okay and 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 where 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 were you in that in the great, great scheme of things so in 2016 we went down to malta then in 2017 it was czech republic then we hosted the african qualifiers this year okay so three mega Tournament, so to speak. Yes. And 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 where did you feature as a country or as a team in all these three mega competitions that you you had? So, in Malta we came third, and in Czech Republic we won it. It was the first time we've won EU Nations, and for the African qualifiers we qualified, but we narrowly lost to Egypt uh, during the series. Great yeah. stuff. Now, what maybe it's obviously interesting. I'm sure the listeners want to. Um, here, the winning side of things. Which one did you won in 2016 or 2017? 2017. 2017. Yeah. Take us through that. How how did you win? Was there a different formula that you guys used? Did you uh, what What did you do? How, what accounts for the victory? Well, like all the boys came in with the, like a great attitude and a great mindset, and we all were there to win, and all uh, we were all on the same page. So we all just worked hard. We dug deep and. We, we took it one game at a time, and we just came out of the victory. Yeah, uh, how, it must have been, um, you know, uh, exciting. Take us through the mindset when you were on the eve of the victory and post victory. I tell you, why I'm asking this question because you yeah. are the captain, right? Yeah. So a lot uh, depends on your shoulders. Uh, take me through a, a, a mindset of a captain uh, prior to a major event like that. Uh, up to a point where there's this international victory. Well, you just have to keep level-headed 24-7. Once your head goes, the rest of the other boys' heads go. And leading up to a big game, you just want to make sure that you, your players are calmed down, well-rested, and not too excited and not too nervous. Because nerves can also kill your game, but also help it as well. Yeah. Okay, so what did you do? I mean, this is quite interesting. <laughs> well, I was like... The thing is, I'm a relatable captain. I'm not the person that will always come down on my on my boys. So I just sit them down and speak who's nervous, who's not nervous. Then, like, just getting that, like, information, and I could give it back to the coach. Like, we can select a starting seven. Outside, once the boys that are nervous get more comfortable, they can come in the game as well and also impact in the game. But yeah. how do you pick up a man who's nervous in the water? You want to shiver, I mean, blah. <laughs> Take me through your, your 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 psyche in terms of well, this one is nervous, this one is positive. Um, how how do you s- suss them out? Because this is it's quite an interesting observation. Yeah, you know um, that that perhaps maybe most people would want to learn. Say, look, you walk into a boardroom, you could see who's nervous, who's not nervous. Uh, some people just put a brave face, and and they, they are they're nervous wreck. Yeah, well, so you want to encourage an environment where honesty is the best policy. So if they are honest with you, you'll be able to at least find out that they're nervous. Like, that's what I try to do, and I try to create that environment within my team. So they'd come up to me and say that they're nervous, so I'd, like, just calm them down and just reassure them that 
that they made this team for a reason and it's not by fluke. Interesting. Well, well for, for those of you that join me, I am in studio with this this uh, astonishing young man. His name is uh, Homoto Mataka, and he's a captain of water polo in, in, in South Africa. And we're just going through the modes in terms of what his experience has always been. For those that want to um, share their thoughts, you're welcome to drop me an SMS who's on, on 3451995. And, of course, my email address is nimrod at haidosotozele. Uh, Homoto, now tell me... Um, as a captain, um, there are slackers, you know, uh, typically in, in, in any game. Um, and, and some slackers, uh, it's based on some of the attitude which they have. Um, how do you deal with slackers? Well, when it comes to, like, attitude problems, you just have to be upfront and honest with them. Because criticism, well, well not just criticism, but uh, constructive criticism is key. And once you, like tell the truth and you tell them how they're behaving and how they're impacting the team they'll they'll also understand what they're doing is wrong and they'll step up okay and and tell me the support the support from the the coaching staff um how does that help you as a captain to to make sure that everybody uh um, understand your authority first and foremost and secondly um, they they sort of elevate your authority to a point where when you say no it's a no how, to what extent is the support from everybody else important? No, it's not very important because uh, players could ha- could hate the coach, but they could love the captain. That's the power of a captain. So you just have to, once you're appointed as captain, you also have to build that respect for yourself. Don't think because the coach likes you, the, the rest of the team will also like you. Yeah. So you're gonna. There's a lot of work that you need to do, uh, but you, but you, are you in the space of being liked? I don't think you're in the space of liked or being liked. Yeah, well, because I'm friends with all my teammates. First things first. Uh-huh. Yeah, I uh-huh. protect my friendships first. Then I think about my captaincy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Which is quite interesting because when you are in this kind of space, uh, most pe- people fail in their leadership um, responsibilities because they're there to be liked. You know, you can't confront issues for what they are. You you almost obsess. You you, you want to notch or, or or you know, and promote the relationship, personal relationship at the, at the expense of the other team. So you find you are more like direct in your uh, encounter, and people follow. Yeah, and the thing is, finding a balance between captaincy and friendship is very key, and you have to be uh, upfront and honest about your intentions and actions from the beginning, so that later on they will not be surprised when you report them for using contraband or whatever. So if you stick to what you say from the beginning, they will follow you until the end. So consistency is quite important. Because if you're not consistent in your messaging, you create create uneven expectations. And when there are uneven expectations, you have no leg to stand on because you said you created a precedent. So this is one value that I'm sure in future you will take through because um, as a captain... Uh, it's all about standards, you know, yeah. consistency. Whatever you say, um, you can't say this today and tomorrow. You don't want to bend the rules. Yeah. So do you understand the importance of being consistent in terms of messaging? Yeah. No, no, great stuff, great stuff. Uh, for those that have joined me, I'm shown in, in studio a young man, Homoto Mataka, who is the captain of Water Polo, and they've done phenomenally well. Um, and again, I employ you to weigh in. Uh, for those that know Homoto, weigh in and give us your thoughts. Uh, Homoto, uh, one of the issues that I've picked up is that um, in any sport or in any situation for that matter, there are ups and downs. So far, you've 
been quite articulate in terms of your highlight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but most of us um, find it very difficult to express ourselves when the chips are down, and which I find it you know very interesting because um, as a captain of a, a, a team, um, how do you marshal your forces when chips are down? Early on, said, oh, you talk to you know you talk to your guys, but can be much more detailed in terms of taking us through your mind process, your mindset when chips are down. Um, you have lost even yourself at some point, losing confidence in your own ability. How do you first and foremost uh, elevate yourself? Second, elevate others. Well, anything can happen in sports, and once you understand anything can happen, you will not let uh, failures or losses phase you as much. Because by understanding that, you'll become peace in mind. You understand? Mm-hmm. So once you explain that to your teammates and also to yourself, you'll be able to uh, deal with failure and loss much easier. Yeah. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, again, I, and I've picked up while I was uh, at your school the other day, is that Kachiso used to be uh, your, your, your mate. No. no. Was, he, was, was, he, was he above? Well, obviously... Um, um, in terms of the uh, ages, um, he matriculated as soon as I got into the school in grade eight. So he matriculated twenty thirteen. I got into Saint Stephen's Boys College in two thousand fourteen. The reason I'm asking him because I'm t- I'm trying to look at road models, you yeah. know, because in this kind of environment, having been in a, in a school where Kakhusa has been, um, and, and and being where you are, uh, I want to see one of first and foremost who who ha- who are your road models. Well, Usain Bolt, Conor McGregor, Serena Williams, those are like, those are the top athletes of the world. And just seeing how they do things and and how they maneuver in certain situations, is like that, I try to emulate that. Because, for example, Conor McGregor is fantastic because he's arrogant and you need a bit of that arrogance as a sportsman. Usain Bolt has has a bit of humility, which he has to him, and a bit of swagger. You can see when the camera's on him, he's smiling, he's happy. And Serena Williams knows how to win. And just like, if I was able to win like her, it would be a dream. Fantastic, man. That's very interesting. You're very articulate. Uh, um, but but I'm interested in, in um, you know, uh, Hussein Bolt, the kinds of um, leadership um, ethos that you want to pick from him. Because I find it fascinating. Why him? Okay, well, Usain Bolt has fun. And remember, we play sport to have fun at the end of the day. Winning is important, yes, but having fun is also important. So, like, that's one thing that I take away from Usain Bolt. And you can see he's always posing, he's doing his signature, his signature, what, what is this thing called again? Gesture. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, he's just a happy athlete, and that's what I love. Normally, you just see them dull faces, walking around, chin up, chest out, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so what happens I mean, when you guys are winning? Um no, like we have fun, we embrace the moment, but next day we forget about it and we take on the next challenge. No, no, great stuff, great stuff. It is now uh, 15 to 7. I'm having a, a brilliant conversation with uh, young man Humata Mataka, who is the captain of Water Polo, and they are doing phenomenally well. And like I said, this is your show, not my show. You're welcome to throw in uh, comments for those that know him, uh, and I'm sure he would love to listen uh, or would love to hear from you. Um, you know, one of the things that I've picked up, Humoto, um, as a sports person, because sports can become, um, you know, a, a, you know, can set you apart from the rest 
provided you you nurture it and you you, you are level headed. Um, how important these things are because you've seen so many sports um, celebrities who have fallen by the wayside purely because we were too arrogant or they were never level headed. Um, to what extent have you learned from these guys uh, in terms of moving away from the kinds of of, of um, hype that led to their downfall? Like, what I think, uh, what led to their downfall is, is that they neglected the mental aspect of sport, which is very important. That actually sets you apart from the good and the great. So once you nurture your mental aspect of the game as well as your physical aspect, that's when you become a superstar. Yeah. Okay. Take us through that. I mean, how do you nurture the mental aspect of your of, of your of your trade, for an example? Because this is what most people battle with, you know. Because for you to become not just uh, mediocre, for you to become great, you 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 correctly pointing out. But the how yeah. part, you know, uh, how do you or what are the things that you wanna do? Because I would I would imagine this is a process. It's not an event. How do you? Uh, you know, uh, stimulate that process where eventually become uh, the great sports person? Well, it's self-reflection, just self-reflection. Once you sit down by yourself and think about how you do things and why you do things, you become more knowledgeable and more wise because you're learning through your mistakes and in the future you will make the same mistake again. I couldn't agree with you more. No wonder why they've appointed a captain. Tell you what, in my next life, you'll be my captain. On that note, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. This is Beyond Governance with Dr. Nimrod Mbele. Welcome back. It's amazing how time flies, especially when you're having fun. It is now 7 to 7, uh, and I'm joining studio. For those that have, who have just joined us, I'm joining studio. Uh, my special guest is Homoto Mataka, who is the captain at St. Stephen uh, College, uh, the captain of water polo. They have done phenomenally well. And and before we went to the break, I, I wanted to put to him, um, you know, the, the benchmarking exercise because they compare themselves or rather they, they're competing to be among the best. And for me, who 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 are the best or where is South Africa in the greatest scheme of things? Well, remember, like I said before, we play the sport at an amateur level. So we're not like, we're not as good as the giants of water polo, like, for example, Serbia, Croatia, Hungary. But on the amateur scale, we're pretty good compared to England, England, Ireland, and those countries. Okay. Yeah. So, so you reckon East, um, um, East Europe is far much more competitive, or that's where you like to, to be at, even if you become professionals? Like, if I had the skill and the talent to make it there, yes, that's the place to be. That's the most professional, and it's very competitive up there. Okay, but but what will it take for South Africa to be at that level, in in your view? Well, like, we need funding and a lot, a lot of time. Because, for example, men's national side, they don't have a lot of time on their hands because they also have to work, mm-hmm. right? And they have to pay for their own tours. So, if there was funding for them to pay to pay their for to pay tours for them, um, and like to set up actual training camps, because what we do at the current moment, we just fly down to a tournament and train for like three or two days before the tournament. That's not good enough. Yeah, it's not. So because you've got a, such a good team, you still pull through. The fact that you won the other yeah. day, it, it also shows a lot in terms of the caliber of, of individuals that makes up the team. Am I correct? Yeah. No, no, great stuff. Uh, perhaps maybe uh, there are a lot of listeners, especially young folks, who 
would like to play water polo, you know, in future. What sort of advice would you have for them? Um, just work hard, be disciplined. It's going to be tough in the beginning for sure. But once you become more fit and then you can start working on your skills, you excel. Okay, so work hard, focus, yeah. um, you know, you, you can still make it. Okay, unfortunately, you're going to have to, uh, with one more question, which which I really want you to tell because I, can, I, I see a lot of good things ahead of you, but this is my own view. You tell the world where will Homosa be in five years' time? Well, after five years, I think I'll still be playing water polo at, like, varsity level. And I've got to, like, I'm passionate for IT. So hopefully I could get something started there because I'll be studying business science. Okay. IT and water polo? Okay. Yeah. Bring me back here, all right? I know it's weird, but I just love IT. Okay, just unpack it for me. So IT, in, in, in what area, to be more exact? It's like... Uh, it's more of like internet and like internet infrastructure, that section there. That's okay. what I'm more passionate about. That's what you're more passionate about. Yeah. That's what you see doing in the next five years. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. We've got an IT guru in our midst. Uh, so, well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, thank you very much, uh, young man, for your time. It has been an absolute pleasure. Unless there's something that you want to, uh, you know, say on, on last shot. No, I just all I want to say is thank you for having me. The yeah. pleasure, the pleasure is mine indeed. Yeah. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, we have had a fascinating young man. Uh, his name is Homoto Mataka, and he is the captain of water polo uh, at the junior level. They have done exceptionally well over a period of time, and and this is a sport that obviously hasn't grown much, but because of the like, because of of people like him. South Africa is beginning to appreciate the importance of this kind of sport and hopefully we'll have more and more youth participating in sport. Uh, and, and I'm sure at this level, because I've, I've been looking at the Internet, seeing some pictures, you know, um, I'm sure after the show a lot of guys are going to go and, and look at who is this Homosamataka, you know. Um, you know, obviously they'll look at the, the pictures and hopefully that will inspire and more and more up-and-coming youth to pursue not only water polo, but to pursue sports um, uh, as something that, 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 you know, is of importance to them. Once again, thank you very much for your time. Brilliant. And all the best uh, for the future. No problem. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. There we are. Unfortunately, we have it uh, for the... That's it for tonight's show. Uh, until we meet again, it has been absolute pleasure. Hopefully you have enjoyed it like I did. Thank you and good evening. <laughs>